Hello everybody, and welcome to a new episode of The Daily Optimist. My name is Elijah Manning, you are here with me today. It is Friday of week 10 of lockdown. Some have gone back to work as always, some are still at home. If you're at home this weekend, not working at all, it is a holiday weekend, so I won't be here with you on Monday. I'm going to take the Monday holiday, Memorial Day. And I hope that you all find a way to connect and uh, have some fun this weekend. You know, it is week 10. There are things opening up. More things are set to open up um, sooner rather than later uh, on June 1st for uh, where I'm living, depending on where you are. I know uh, you may be in various states of what's opening around you in your community. As always, please stay safe. Continue to practice social distancing guidelines and uh, cleanliness guidelines as we start to reopen the economy and businesses all across the country and all across the world. We need to remember that there is no cure vaccine for this virus yet and that uh, we still all have the responsibility of making sure we are taking care of ourselves and one another our families and friends so please uh, practice safety in no matter what you're getting back to all right and if you're not back yet I hope that you will be sooner rather than later I hope that you will have the uh, opportunities to find new work uh, and proceed with the life that you were looking towards or maybe this has given you a new perspective and you will find a new path for yourself all right again thank you for joining me today i will be back in just a moment with your uh pa well no first i'll do your regular news stories for the day all right thanks again for joining me you are listening to the daily optimist My first news story today is going to come from China, specifically the uh, legislative battle that is continuing between Hong Kong and uh, Beijing. So Hong Kong is kind of its own independent um, society within, uh, within China, and Beijing, which rules the rest of China, is looking to continue... Um, its reign over all of China and is looking to um, have more say in Hong Kong itself. So they're working on a, a legislative bill that is going to almost um, not entirely incorporate them and do extradition, which they're working on before that has been scrapped, but it's going to be kind of a government oversight. Um, there's a national security ordinance that is happening, meaning that they can, you know, monitor and it's no longer allowed to have, um, protests and things of that nature. Uh, so this is a continued battle that is raging in Hong Kong and Beijing. Um, it's, it's, um, possibly the end of democracy for Hong Kong is what, uh, many people are saying by having to join the the Communist Party. Um, you know, obviously Beijing says it's just a way to to help and uh, incorporate them, but, 
you know, Hong Kong does not see it that way. They'd like to be able to continue to rule themselves as they've been doing since, uh, I believe it's 97 when, uh, they were no longer under, uh, English rule. So, um, some people believe that, uh, some Hong Kong lawmakers believe that it is in the best interest for the country because, um, they don't want to have any of this uprising that's been going on. Um, but, you know, others say that it is, uh, you know, going to be a detriment to democracy for them and they are prepared to fight to protect, uh, their vanishing freedoms. That is a quote from Joshua Wong. He is a, um, a popular leader of the uh, pro-democracy movement. Um, they basically want to continue, uh, having their own rule and not having to listen to uh, Beijing for their um, laws and things. So, um, just a side note to go with that, Beijing has also been spending a little more money on uh, defense, which is interesting. You know, there's a growing war with uh, Taiwan. Um, so right now it's a war of words. Um, but... Things are not looking uh, positive, depending upon which side you fall on. Um, if you are in support of Hong Kong, then it's probably not looking as positive. If you're in support of Beijing, then you uh, will find this news more up your alley. All right, my next news uh, story comes from... It is basically here in America, the SNAP program, which is the program um, that it used to be known as Food Stamps. Uh, what is happening now is, although there has been a, you know, decrease in the amount of food that has been going out there, because schools have been closed and restaurants have been closed, many farm um, distributors have been uh, unable to send their goods and products out to as many places. So in turn, it is causing overstocking and with no place to go because they were used to it all moving off the shelves if you will um so food banks have been you know collecting as much as possible but food banks what they do oftentimes is collect on donations and then they collect uh from restaurants as well that are not going to be using food any any longer um but they are getting more credit right now, the food banks are, but they are for uh, SNAP getting credit because what SNAP does is it allows people to go out and buy the groceries that they are going to really need instead of just being given extra milk, for instance, because right now there is a surplus of milk uh, due to the schools, again, not, not needing it. So instead of people just being given hordes of milk, because there's a giant contract for the amount of milk that has to be given out per year. Um, it's allowing people to go out there and buy their own groceries, the things they really need. So if they don't need any more milk, they don't have to buy milk. And it is uh, also pumping money into the local economy because they can buy it at their own supermarkets instead of having to go to food banks. So food banks are, you know, great, but um, one of the... Um, members of a uh, an economist 
he says, those of us in the anti-hunger community, we truly believe that SNAP is far and away the most important component of our social safety net against hunger in our country. Um, so food banks are really appreciative of the fact that SNAP is in play because, um, as a, they, the quote from uh, Gunderson, again, says, people may run out of money at some point over the course of the month. And they have their local food pantry where they can go to get more food, which is wonderful. So working in uh, congruency with the food banks and the SNAP program, and that's the best use of it. So they can go out and, and purchase the, the uh, groceries that they need. And then if they run out of money, they can go to the food banks for uh, extra supplies. All right. So, those are my top news stories for the day. I'm going to come back in just a moment and give you your positive news for the day. My first positive news piece is uh, from farms. So, there is a... Um, a supplement right now that is using garlic uh, as a way to help uh, cut cow emissions. <laughs> All right, what you're saying to me? So cows uh, actually um, have a large methane content in their uh, burps and their uh, in their uh, any you know in their gases their farts as well if you will so um right now there is a new garlic based dietary supplement that is being given to cows and is shown to reduce the methane content by 30 to 38 percent which could help reduce the 2.6 uh, percent of american greenhouse gas volume produced from cattle ranching so methane stays in the atmosphere it is 20 times um stays in there stays trapped rather 25 times more effectively than carbon dioxide uh, so it it takes a while for it it takes 12 years for it to eventually um, dissipate and that means um, it would take a few years if we started doing this now to have a, a, a great effect so the place is in Switzerland and it is Mutral I believe is how you pronounce it, M-O-O-T-R-A-L. It's a Switzerland-based company that has uh, come up with this. And they've uh, earned uh, carbon credits for methane reduction in cows. And like I said, there's no adverse effects in the in the health of the animal, in the flavor of the milk or the meat. But uh, it has been a giant help. And um, they know it's not going to be overnight, but... Uh, it will be an eventual and gradual process where they start to drop the methane uh, gas out of these uh, animals. All right, so that's a positive step there. My next news story comes from uh, Brooklyn, New York. There is a church in Bed-Stuy that helped to pay off medical bills. So they helped to erase $4 million of medical debt from 4,500 people uh, in uh, New York and New Jersey. 
so there's a whole um, way to reduce it. There's this thing called RIP Medical Debt, which is a nonprofit that forgives medical debt. And you basically put money into them and they buy up your medical debt for pennies on the dollar. And then they wipe it out for you. And um, a quote from one of the uh, from the reverend of the church says, this is not forgiveness of a debt. This is the freedom from a debt. So the people will start getting yellow envelopes in the mail telling them they are no longer in any medical debt. And this is a process that you can do if you are looking to donate, if you have money, if you are at that, you can buy up medical debt and then um, wipe it out for people. John Oliver, uh, host of you know Last Week Tonight, he recently did this with uh, $60,000 and he was able to forgive $9 million in medical debt. So um, the church says uh, that it's basically... Um, saying that there's a chance that they'll be able to do this again, and the mon- money is says it's about one thousand six hundred thirty-nine dollars and twenty-seven cents per Brooklyn recipient, and seven hundred nineteen dollars and seventy-eight cents per New Jersey recipient. Uh, recipient, and that um that they're just trying to also highlight the high cost of healthcare in the this country, and specifically in New York City. So. Um, that is some great news out of that church in Bed-Stuy. And maybe there's a way if if you have some extra money that you're looking to make donations for, maybe you can get in contact with RIP Medical Debt and uh, help out some other people get out of medical debt. All right, I'll be back in just a moment with your positive step for the day. positive step for the day in this case the weekend so it is memorial day weekend hopefully you do get a chance to have a three-day weekend and uh you get to take some time to get outside maybe have a little uh barbecue and now as we are starting to move back and forth in our communities maybe you know keeping a small um gathering of people that you could actually be in closer proximity to you know as long as you maintain um you know guidelines you might be able to have an outside barbecue with other people so this may be your first opportunity to do that so if you can i say go for it just please keep in mind that you still have to be safe still be cautious about um you know going into their houses, touching everything, just because it's not a, a on them. It's just on, on all of us to make sure that we are doing whatever we can to be uh, healthy and to stay safe. So you can still see them and hang out, but just try to keep it outdoors if you can and uh, celebrate in the best way possible. Uh, have yourself a cookout safety first. Um, and if you are in an area where you can't have that cookout, maybe you can stay with your family and you can write a story together. You know, um, it's an old improv game, but you can actually do it by physically writing it down and each, you know, coming up with some characters 
and then you each get to write a chapter and then you can piece it together and see how it goes and have fun with that and if you are an improv family improvisation family you can tell it out loud uh, and it goes uh, like in a circle and then one person starts the story and then at any point somebody else can in the middle say yes and and continue the story uh, those are the key rules for uh, improv in case you're not a person who does improv it's yes and it's building upon it accepting and then growing from there so those are two ways that you can maybe have a little fun if you have to stay indoors or if you you know can't uh, celebrate with other people and you have some family or friends around you can still have some fun with them by creating your own stories all right take care of yourself I will be back in just a moment with your positive quote for the day. It is time for your quote of the day. So the quote today, it comes from Grace May North from her book Rilla of the Lighthouse. Grace May North is a form is a journalist or she was she is passed on now she was a journalist and an author and uh, one of her famous books is Rilla of the Lighthouse and this is from that and here goes the quote we are all somewhat mercurial for temperament and it is much easier to believe that all is well when the sun is shining and yet is not the sun always shining just behind the clouds that never last one more time We are all somewhat mercurial for temperament, and it is much easier to believe that all is well when the sun is shining, and yet, is not the sun always shining just behind the clouds that never last? Alright, so, yeah, we can all, we all have that, like, it's easier on a bright, sunny sunny day to uh, be motivated, but the sun is always there. It's a matter of needing to break through, and that is the same for us. Even in dark times, we can still be our best selves. It's a matter of breaking through and you know, fighting to, to give help, get help, um, to have fun, not procrastinate, find ways to be positive. And uh, we can all break through these, these uh, boundaries, be just like the sun is always trying to break through the clouds and the clouds don't last forever and the sun will come back another day we can all be that same way we can break through our blocks and we will move forward in a positive sunny way if you will all right so don't give up even if today seems bleak you can break through all right thank you very much everybody for listening to another episode of the daily optimist I hope that you have a wonderful weekend. Um, You can still join my nightly check-in community on Facebook. That is hashtag check-in community. Um, It is on Facebook at The Daily Optimist Podcast. Or you can find it on Instagram and Twitter at The Daily Opt Pod. That is at The Daily O-P-T-P-O-D. If you ever want to reach out to me, tell me why I'm wrong on something. Tell me why I'm right. Tell me if I'm helping. Tell me if I'm what you would be interested in hearing from me or if you want to share a favorite quote of yours share a story you can email me at the daily optimist at yahoo.com that is the daily optimist at yahoo.com i'd love to hear from you i'll even read your quote or your story on air if you'd like me to 
Also, please make sure that uh, you rate, subscribe, and share wherever you listen to, especially on Apple, Apple Podcasts. I could use a five stars. And uh, you could write a little review as well. And then, of course, subscribe for all the newest episodes and then share with anybody who may need to hear a little optimism in their day. Thank you again for making it all the way through another episode of The Daily Optimist. My name, of course, is Elijah Manning. I appreciate each and every one of you for taking the time to listen to me as I talk to you. I hope it helps somewhat. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. Please remember to stay safe. You know, res- uh, Respect social distancing guidelines. And uh, just do your best to uh, have, have a good time this long weekend. Again, I'm taking Monday off. I will be back with you on Tuesday after Memorial Day. Until next time, everybody, please be well.